we did it. Yeah, we are. Here. We are uh, flying. Did you get a haircut? I did get a haircut. It looks squared off. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Okay. No, that's like a okay. good part of a haircut. It, it, like okay. you know, a haircut makes your head shape. So this, I mean, it's not sounding like a compliment now that I continue it on, <laughs> but haircuts like uh i watched a video about yeah. like different haircuts for different head shapes and like how you're supposed to right. how how high how tight you're supposed to go and i'm saying your hair is making your head look real square which is another way to say handsome because squareness is good okay. i see a sym- very symmetrical thank you thank yeah. you yeah uh but also square means bad square. if you're like you're yeah. a square yeah yeah. yeah, but so. good in the terms of if they are the shape of your pants, square pants. Because SpongeBob I is do, good. <laughs> I do love a pineapple under the sea. Uh, welcome back to the DMGT podcast. Uh, I am your host, Danny. And I'm Spencer. I don't know why I second guessed myself saying what host I am. Um, oh, I thought you were. I, I thought you were going to say, I don't know why I was second guessing if I'm handsome and square or not. <laughs> I was like, well, that's up to yeah, like, no, I, I mean, can't fix the inside of your brain. I would, ne- I would never, I would never second guess that, man. I, I know I'm the hot shit. I'm just kidding. Um, no, no, no. Hey, it's the last episode of the year, baby. And then we're going on whatever amount of time we'll be back at some point. But we never really discuss how long is this break, and we're not going to today. <laughs> no, no. I mean, We'll be back at CES. CES. It won't be any earlier than CES. That's like the second week of January, first week of January, something like that. Second week. Uh, anyways, uh, you'll 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 see it then. We're gonna be at CES, baby. Um, today we're closing out the year. We mm-hmm. already did best albums. We didn't really do best tech this year because I think it's been a little bit of a slower tech year for me. I'll say you. What one piece of tech that wouldn't be on my list? The Cybertruck. Yeah. No. Screw the Cybertruck. Like watch being a big crybaby. The MKHB big long his video on it, and like he the amount of times he had to say, you know, the build quality is bad, but it it's a hundred thousand dollar truck, so that's to be expected. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it basically didn't deliver on any of the uh, original specs. Anyways, whatever. Yeah, that wouldn't have been on there, so we wouldn't (laughs) have even talked about it at all. No, maybe I'll talk about camera tech next year because now I'm a camera boy and it's Spencer. Let me tell you, camera gear. Dangerous. Yeah, I just I just unraveled a huge fucking can I mean, of worms, man. You know that I was uh, a roommate for multiple years of a filmmaker. Yeah, um, yeah. And do you know how often he would just sit there looking at cameras he wanted to buy? Like he, that was like his main focus. Like he, you know, but like adding yeah, yeah. that to what you're already trying to plan to purchase is a dangerous game. And I think we should cut up your cards. Maybe just maybe. to keep you safe. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, it is overwhelming, and I don't want to. And I don't want to. I'm like, this is this is stupid. Oh, my, my, you're my gonna get an like, itch. You're gonna dumb. get an itch. This is too much. I will get an itch eventually. I'm sure we're gonna be like filming this week we'll run to it run into it this week uh but that's okay anyways uh that'll be that'll be stuff for next year but this one it's gonna be all about video games baby and i know we just did the big ass episode on game awards but this is our list this is the right list we're gonna talk about the right games yeah and and we played them all (laughs) 
Every single game. Every game that came out, we played it. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, easy, 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 easy. But yes, I am excited because we haven't really talked each other really, that right? much about like truly what's our favorite game. We've talked about, you know, the Game right. Awards episode was really about what we think is going to happen, but then also what we wanted to happen. Yeah, it was more of a predictions episode. But yeah. that could still be different than what we truly think. I right. will say this. I don't think I've decided. And once we get to the point of that, I'll just have to go for it. Yeah, that that's fine. Um, I'm I'm waiting for I just got a notification. Someone liked my uh, a video from last year. Uh, uh, PlayStation did the uh, the PlayStation PSN wrapped or wrapped up or whatever. Mm. So, you know, everyone's doing a wrap. Spotify wrapped, um, and I was like, "Oh, it we're it's it should be almost time." I, I was hoping it would be out by this episode, but it's not. I think we're like a week away. Um, but let's let's start off let's start off with a little preview of of games coming up, and then we'll get into uh, the games that we played this year and the stuff that we liked. Uh, because the GTA Six we trailer definitely... is official; it's real. GTA Six is finally happening. It's been over ten years. Since Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, it looks crazy. It looks crazy. It, it looks, looks crazy. So crazy. Uh, we were talking about it as as we were watching it as it came out, and like the thing that I just keep coming around to is like, if it looks close to this, I'm scared almost for how, almost too immersive. Yeah, I don't like know. how 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 is the violence going to translate? to something that looks yeah so yeah that's fair like that's uh, fair and then also it's just like wait this is the middle late middle of the console generation probably so we still have at least three years i would say with this generation yeah and if this is like the middle benchmark let's say or a little bit past the middle where like how much farther can it be pushed and that's really interesting to think about you know yeah yeah I mean, it's it's hard because Rockstar is such a, like it's it's in it's unique such so uniquely positioned like no other company yeah. gaming company in the world can spend money on a on a single game like Rockstar can literally yeah. not a single one can spend that much money. Um, so it this might be that might be it because it is only coming to current gen i am now no longer calling it next gen it is now just yeah, current it's gen. the gen uh, the gen so uh ps5 xbox series x they are bringing it to the s they said in the press release which makes me a little yeah i don't like it but whatever it's get Microsoft out of here s get out of here you're holding everyone back <laughs> truly truly um so that's there. Yeah. So you got you got a year and some change. If you don't have a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, you got a year and some change because it's not coming to the PS4. It's not coming to the Xbox One. Uh, and interestingly enough, no mention of a PC launch. Yep. I, at least not at launch. Not at least not on an initial release. I feel like that'll come as a new. Like it's like they don't need so. to announce too much. I well, they only really. I, I mean, that's what like just because yeah, of no, how excited the internet you. got with this trailer, and like basically it's like, and then it's it's out sometime in twenty twenty five. You know, whatever. We're not gonna give you like the day, right? No, like they're not gonna tell us if there's a PC port. Probably not. I do think it'll probably be a little bit after 
mm-hmm. kind of similar to a Baldur's Gate situation, PC first and then consoles. Um, but it looks cool, man. It, Vice City, Return to Vice City. It, and you know I love Vice City. Vice City is maybe the best one. I think it might be. Um, and this is something we were talking about GTA again. 4 was great, too. GTA though, 4 was yeah. great. But up until, I think, 5, I never actually... Like, I fondly remember all the GTAs. Well, yeah. 3, 4. Like, I didn't play the... What is it? The top-down, like, Yeah, first yeah, the one, original. So. Yeah. But with the... Three Vice City, all of that general area. I just really enjoyed not just doing the cheat codes and never doing a mission. I honestly, until five, really didn't understand that it was like there was other things to do. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't own any of them (laughs) because I didn't get to have. It was everywhere, and my mom wouldn't let me. She got me a freaking edited version of Coheed and Cambria CD. Amazing. And, Amazing. And like, truly, there's like one and a half swear words in that whole album, <laughs> but it was parental <laughs> advisory. Um, so I didn't have it, but when I would play it, I'm like, this is the best. So I'm really like, I wonder how big it's going to be in terms of, is this a Red Dead 2 level of like, all right, so you can play it. You have to, to finish it. It's like 200 million hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or are they going to be like, Wait a second. We've made so much money off of the online world of GTA 5. Like, we don't have to give you 80 hours. Let's give you 30 and just really, you know, it's going to become some sort of big online. I, you know what I mean? I feel like they're really yeah. going to be pushing the online side of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they kind of have to, right? Because that's like what's enabling them to even spend this much money on developing a game. Um, so I think you're right there. Yeah, I would be okay with, like, give me, like, a 30-hour story, you know, like, top out there, and then just, like, make the world super immersive, and I don't know, well, whatever whatever they decide to go, I'm usually pretty chill with. I hope, now, there it's probably more of a result of, like, um, the Red Dead setting and everything, I, Red Dead 2, like, some of the, like, trailing missions, and some of, like, the, hey just go abandon this wagon somewhere but it's like no but to to this specific area i hope they kind of clean up some of that Mm. because there's always the clash of like open world versus like the cinematic guided experience in my opinion like when games do that it usually means that one or the other falls off a little bit um but if anyone can figure out that formula it's probably rockstar honestly um at their scale so uh, i think it'll be i'm excited i i the trailer came out because some jerk some like YouTube employee uh, leaked it on Twitter. Um, so, so, so Rockstar's just said, screw it, let's release it early, um, which sucks for the team internally. I'm sure they had like a whole celebration and stuff uh, ready, but it was out and I was way more excited than I expected yeah. to be. Yeah. Like I, once I started watching, I was like, oh, I'm really excited for this. <laughs> I'm like super excited for this. Yeah. I, I th- like, that's definitely how I felt. And I just felt so like, oh, man, this is a cool, like, <laughs> like it's, this just is flooring me with what it's looking like and like yep, yep. how much was going on, how yep. uh, high fidelity all of the animation is like the facial animation was really impressive. Like uh, just technically that was where my head was at. And then I was like, oh, yeah. And it's also just like it is that it is. Mm-hmm. 
they're they're going for this is just a real fucking place (laughs) and here's people doing their lives and you know like i think yeah very interesting what what else what else is on the upcomings uh i mean honestly, it's really just that there. right it's really just that dragon's dogma 2 uh-huh. dragon's dogma 2 they just uh, announced that they're doing a trailer i think they're gonna do like a big trailer at the game awards this week that one i'm excited for if uh at, well for me my bethesda fandom side but for all the elder scrolls six people that are waiting for elder scrolls six that was announced like five years ago at this point <laughs> uh Dragon's Dogma 2 is probably going to be the better version of whatever Bethesda releases, unfortunately. Or fortunately. Um, so I I am excited for that. And I think they handled mechanics and stuff a little bit better um, than Bethesda does. So I think that one's going to be a good one. That's one that I'm particularly looking forward to. And that's in March yeah. 23. Yeah, 24. So, man, we're already... Yeah, <laughs> it's... The goods just keep coming. I, I mean, like, for how brutal the pandemic was on everything in the world. Yeah. The one thing that I guess maybe more specifically to gaming than like other forms of entertainment, but I feel like we're just getting things that could have all been coming out over the course of more years, Yeah, especially this year, just like looking at, you know, a bunch of different lists of the best games. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's legitimately 50 really good games or mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, f- mm-hmm. that some are doing like 100 games it's like yeah most of those i would say all of those games are really good um yeah. from what i understand yeah. or what i've played myself and yeah i kind of feel like we're in we're in the middle of that where i think 2024 is also going to be strong i feel like yeah, i don't think it's going to be this strong but i do think we're going to get yeah, yeah a banger every three months I think which like, is like I mean, normally a great year. I think it's probably going to be better for um double and indie games whereas like this year was like super heavy. I mean mostly across the board like at, almost at every tier. Uh but I think it's some like a Hades 2 is going to have more more breathing room. A Silk Song will have more breathing room. Yeah. A Dragon's Dogma 2 will have a little bit more breathing room. Basically those um, three games, I'm good on the year. Like like if that's if that if is, if those are the three releases, the if three that's big it, ones, I'm totally fine. Like, I'm totally fine with that. Like I'm like I maybe only need Hades too. Like <laughs> that might be enough. And then if I get Silk Song, that's like okay. There's most of the hours I can spend gaming would be to complete those games. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Huge replayability, so it would be totally fine. So uh, a lot of, I mean, look, we're we're the it's going to keep rolling into 2024. I said 23 earlier. I know oh, I God. corrected you, but uh, you blew yeah. by it. Rude. I, my bad, my bad. Uh, <laughs> 24 is going to be, uh, it's just going to keep going. It's just going to keep going. Uh, but that's what we have there. Spencer, enough looking forward. Let's take a look back at some of the good times we had this year. It'd Start be, the montage. It would be crazy if you literally had like a just the montage music ready to go. That would have been fun. <laughs> we'll get a board like that eventually, like a DJ yeah. soundboard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will we will it's gonna be a full-on production and everything um the first and i wanted to do a, a slightly similar to the albums one where we'll start off with let's pick a game if you have one let's pick a game that you was new to you this year that didn't necessarily that didn't come out in 2023 but that you played for the first time this year and uh highlight okay 
if you have one. Uh, can you start? Because I do need to look because I do know there's a couple, but I don't remember which ones I wasn't expecting. Damn it. I should have thought. We should have talked about it, I would say. I know, I know. But go, go, go. Uh, you go. You got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I finally got around to playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order this year ahead of the Jedi Survivor launch. And that was a good time. It's uh it's a good Star Wars story. I think it's a good Star Wars protagonist yeah. in general. Uh but I I do agree that it's been some of the better Star Wars writing uh in that in in any format. Uh so I was pretty particularly happy about that. I think the combat is I took forever. I just refused to leave the uh that first giant frog thing in that first planet that you land on. Mm-hmm. Um I just you know, slammed my head over and over again into that until I beat it. Just because, I, you know, coming off of Elden Ring last year, I was like, nah, I'm just going to, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. So that was really good. Uh, a lot of the complaints that most people had about that game almost turned me off, and particularly yeah. the uh, traversal and the way that they force you to backtrack. The level <laughs> yeah, is so frustrating. Yeah. But it was generally such a good time. And like, I, I feel like we don't really get good um star wars like stuff? star wars stuff <laughs> yeah that i was like i just gotta power through uh or any like general like franchises that didn't begin in video gaming we don't really get a lot of good games in that realm. yeah yeah i think for whatever so, reason star wars time. is like the one crossover property that started in in the movies where there is quite a few classic games which like yeah. is it's it's interesting because they can't seem to just tell a story in the movies or TV shows anymore that really bring any value to what Star Wars right. is. Right. Um, but like, if, uh, was it, is uh, Star Wars Respawn? Is that Respawn Entertainment? That's Respawn, yeah. Like, if they just made like a, you're not a Jedi, uh, and you're just a dude or like, you know, like, I would do whatever in their Star Wars world because they get the vibe of what star wars is yeah and like i think it's it, sometimes i'm bored of like do we always it's always a jedi or a bounty hunter it's like like make give me a high fidelity like i'm fixing pod racers game or like cleaning yeah, up interesting yeah like cleaning up pod racers as like a expansion to power washing <laughs> simulator <laughs> like <laughs> I'll do it. I like Star Wars enough, even though it, Star Wars sucks most of the time. <laughs> I, I wonder if uh, what what is it the, the the one that's also coming out next year, uh, Outlaws. I wonder if Outlaws is gonna I'm, give you some of that. I'm interested it in is it. Ubisoft. It is Ubisoft, and that's that's where my interest g- gets really low after <laughs> being interested every time I think about it. Because I'm like, it looks cool, but then okay, but Ubisoft, which it's just they play it safe. They generally play it safe. However, I do think. That they might be taking some risks here and like switching it up because apparently like Disney was like, yeah, this is a good idea. We are going to give you the rights to allow you to make this rather than like sticking yeah. with EA. Yeah, that's true. I wonder, though, if anybody's ever said Ubisoft, more like you're uber soft <laughs> about Ubisoft. Um, I have my game. Danny, I've heard I've heard that it's Ubisoft and not Ubisoft. So it, I don't know. Uh, the, you, we both say stuff weird. I'm never gonna we do say stuff weird. I'm I'm time. never good at deciding which way to say something. Um, what's, what's your? Oh shit! You know what? I can I change my answer real quick? 
Uh, after I go. Okay, go. <laughs> no, go ahead. I don't care. No Man's Sky. No Man's I, Sky is see, the one. It should have. Yeah, my bad. No Man's Sky. Okay, so I've I got the PSVR two, which has been collecting dust honestly the last couple yeah, of months. That's what uh, VR is for. That's. <laughs> Everyone warned me, but also it's been fun, so I don't really, don't really regret it. Uh, God damn, No Man's Sky. Yeah, that's the one. It's so goddamn good, it's man. So good. It's such a great game. Uh, I'm so glad that I like waited. Like I visited it that first month, and then I was like, Nah, hell no, I'm not. I'm not gonna mess around with this. And now that I waited up until this year, after all of those updates, it's just like infinite. Like there's still a bunch of content that I can get get through. And sometimes oh, yeah. I just kick back, load it up, and I can keep playing it. The best part about this game for me is the uh, you don't. There's not like a VR copy and a console copy. Like yeah. I can remove my headset and continue playing the game on controller because the game is smart enough and allows you to do that. I think that's like a huge plus. It's really cool because most games you have to like. Oh, you have to buy the VR version specifically because blah, 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 development, I mean, blah, blah, blah. it is truly, you you know, there's been a billion everything videos, articles about the redemption of No Man's Sky. But, like, it is truly insane how much we have been given because of how it launched. Yeah. For fucking free. Like... This was... The, the, the latest expansion was the first time since launch right that they charge for it yeah i think so because they're like yeah there's we and can't we're literally there, only making money from people still buying the game at often twenty dollars or less yeah yeah <laughs> so uh i won't i won't spend too much time on that one but uh, no man's guy duh obviously it should yeah. have been that from the beginning sorry what? no disrespect to fallen order no but one thing i will say about no man's sky the more that i think about the story that they put together to really just tell you this is like the game this, this yeah. is you know it's really more of a baseline but it's like a good 25 30 hour story if you're leisurely yeah. about it and it's actually got something to say like it's an interesting concept in the sci-fi world of you know infinite space uh um, yeah it's it's yeah it's good time. it's good stuff there's some of the best sounds in video games of what you're doing like you know shooting your like your guns, like collecting your resources, putting something together, man, they really nailed the sound design in that game. And I, I also really respect and appreciate the color. It's so colorful. Yes. Yeah. And it's just pleasant to look at. So yeah, the color no makes it feel like you are seeing things that are alien. Yeah. Where most so. sci-fi is like, mm, you guys get it. You've seen Blade Runner. It's basically that, but we're ha we have less colors than that. <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh i'm happy i'm happy about it so thank you uh no man's sky yeah yeah and then funnily enough this was uh my game is kind of similar where i was really getting on you i'm like you gotta get into no man's sky with psvr2 like because yeah. i had had that experience of discovering it last year um and i think that was probably the one i talked about last year but man just if you haven't played it, play it. But this one is actually one that you pushed my way this year, which is Risk of Rain 2. Oh, yes. Oh, hell yeah. What a great pick. Yeah. Yeah. So 
because it just had an expansion, um, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't still it haven't beat it. Um, and <laughs> I, I have put yeah. 80 hours into this game this year. Like, it's, it's one of my most a, played games. Early ha- game. First half of the year, that was like all I was playing. Um, I didn't even understand how to play the game for like the first 15 in any capacity. Like, I was just like, what What do I do? <laughs> if I could go back to, to some of those text messages, I'd be like, oh, shit, let me remember what exactly you need to do. You need to go, like, grab this thing and the base things, and yeah. that's how you get your weapons and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's, it, there's, like, it's so, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. It's a roguelike. It, it has slightly changing environments every playthrough-ish, but not really. Um, but like there's RNG in the sense of what, uh, yeah. you, you get and how you have to build your character on the fly and time equals difficulty kind of, but not really, but yes, it does. Uh, and, and then like, it's really just a point and shoot run around very simple mechanical game, but the yeah. amount of it's depth so that it achieves with pretty limited tools, uh, is really incredible and yeah like right now i can hear all of the music because it's Dude, just I was the literally best about to say, fucking music it's 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 one of my favorite uh video game music soundtracks of all time mm-hmm. it is such such a good soundtrack so good like sometimes too good in the sense of i'll lose focus on what i'm doing in like the bullet hell parts of that game Dude, some of those like, like hell yeah, dude, you're ripping. Some of those tracks, there's, there's, they start ri- like really ripping really and ripping. going for it. Um, it's so well produced. The music is so well. If you ever get a chance, like just listen and pull up the YouTube uh, soundtrack, and it's like listen to it. It's super tight. It yeah. is super tight. Like it's a. I think you could like grab that vinyl, and it would be like one of the like a an objectively really good like. Um, Cause it's it's like almost industrial psych rock ish in yeah. some capacity, and it's like object like I think it's legitimately like it would be a good collection to your vinyl if like you're into that type of music. Yeah, it's it's it, it is it's really fun. Um, I think it's also like it's another game that has some color to it. Yeah, some choices. Yes. That it's a very stylistic game. Stylistic, yep. Um, and like as we're talking about, uh, we're 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 talking about um, the fidelity of Grand Theft Auto Six, or the the fidelity we hope we get. Yeah. But then I think about a game like that, where I'm like, this game looks amazing because it's doing something exactly in like the pocket of what it wants to be. And I think yeah. that's also yeah. the cool part about you know video games is we are kind of past the graphics over everything and i'm glad that like i don't think that way anymore as a video game player me too because there was a time where we all thought that way and like risk of rain is really just like such a good one of like yeah it doesn't look great like initially you feel like the controls are a bit janky but then you actually get into and you're like oh my god this is all so exactly what you need it to be yeah yeah it's like once you realize like oh the fun part about video games is just like the video game part mm-hmm. um then it's like that risk of rain 2 hits a lot of that a lot of that we haven't yeah. even played that together yet it's like a good for co-op runs um 
Great pick, Spencer. Damn, that's a good one. Thank you. That's a good one. Uh, all right, so let's get into our top. Do, how do you want to do this? You want to do five or or ten? Let's do five. Let's do five. That's fair. Let's just so we can. Yeah. Let's keep it. Do let's keep it sleazy. <laughs> let's not do ten. I'll I'll do a full ten on uh, YouTube, and we'll like split it up how we're, we were going to do that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so I I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and start and do a quick little shout out. And you, if anyone's listening from early, like has been listening all year, uh, you have heard me talk about this game. You might have seen my review on YouTube for it. Chia, I played this very early uh, in because it came out in March, and I played it uh, on launch because it was available on PlayStation Plus. Uh, fun, charming game, dude. Like it has a, I think it has a really fun message. Uh, the open world uh, was handled very well. It wasn't overwhelming. It was like a tight twenty hours. You know, it wasn't uh, that long. Uh, but in particular, what I always come back to highlight for from this game is obviously it's really strong representation of um, what's the uh, the area that Kepler New New Caledonia mm-hmm. um, is in, it's inspired by New Caledonia and like the the people that live there uh, the pu- the puzzle and the the shrines that that they kind of took a little bit of inspiration from like the Zelda games but the way that they did like incorporated a little bit of stealth. And then the way that they incorporated combat and traversal in particular was very clever um, because the character that you play as technically doesn't have like any actual abilities, like any combat mechanics herself. But when you uh, like trans uh, uh, like possess or like take over like different items, you can like quickly toss them and pull yourself out of them and create like environmental impacts and effects of like, you know, you throw a lamp thing to some cloth over there and it sets that area on fire for like the enemies that are over there. Like it'll blow up this little mm-hmm. small section. And I think it's just such a clever way of like inco- making you think of like combat in a different way that isn't you directly like hand to hand stuff, uh, which I thought was like a very engaging way to do it. And then using that same exact mechanic handling traversal where you can like i'm gonna transfer to this bird and then i'm gonna transfer to like this coconut that i found and use that momentum to like swing you way across the other side um the physics in that game uh zelda obviously you know nintendo has a way bigger budget Mm. so they handle that super well chia had really strong mechanics and really strong physics uh that i think is a fun time. The music was charming. It's like, you know, good, colorful, and like the very stylized kind of uh, in a different way than Risk of Rain 2, but also a little bit similar in some some ways as well. Great game. I highly recommend. It's on, you can get it on PlayStation Plus. Mm-hmm. So if you have any downtime over the winter and it's like, I don't know what to play and like play a short game, Chia, uh, I really had a good time with. Yeah, I still haven't played it. I just need to do it. Um... Because, yeah, you've been talking about it since it came out. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying it's the greatest game of all time or anything like that. I do think it should have gotten a nod for indie mm, over I, over yeah. maybe uh, Dave the Diver. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a it's a solid time. Um, I think if we're, you know, I'm thinking kind of my honorable mention that may not make, like, my top, top list. Um, are we doing five each or five total? There's five each. There's going to be a lot of overlap, though. I well, assume. I guess, yeah. Um, because I, because I don't think this is in <laughs> like <listen>. my true <laughs> top of the list. 
is Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Like I think All right. like right away, this right is off the kind bat. of Let's my go. Yeah. It's a good yeah. game. Like it's 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 good to great in a lot of ways, but with with some of the other ones I want to talk about, I just have yeah. to put it down here. Yeah. Down here nope. in like I, the I agree. this might be like my five or my yeah. you know, maybe a four. But that's I think there's some awesome moments in Spider-Man 2. Uh the combat is great. Uh yep. the new traversal, really fun. I enjoyed 90% of the time I invested in it. But that 10% ground me to a halt, made me feel annoyed. <laughs> and what 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 was that 10%? I'm curious. Let's hear. It. The 10% for me was mostly I think the the ending section. Like the ending okay. section just did not grab me like so much of the rest of the game did like because i i enjoyed the slower parts i enjoyed i thought they did a lot of work to make uh the mary jane stuff not as terrible like i didn't get so upset i felt that like she was also more a part of the story versus just like a character that's there that kind of you know like um yeah it felt, felt more like a team up in some ways like with him having more than just miles and or having miles having mj having harry um you know the i like when the cast like that expands and i think that's fun um and like all of the family stuff the little bit of the romance stuff you know or the budding romances um love all of it like just like being spider-man and being peter parker and being miles morales like was really fun that entire game and I think the story that they told was really great and an interesting Spider-Man story, but I'm just like, this didn't feel, the end just felt like they were like, okay, and then here's a bunch of shit that happens and you have to do it. Like, it doesn't really matter how you've been playing up until right. this point. You, how, right. you now have to play it this way. Um, we're going to make it terrible to move around in these maps, like eliminating the yeah. most fun part of the game yeah. for the last hour and a half um which is just insane (laughs) like um and so that's like it's just it's like one of those things where there's a lot of you know lord of the rings return of the king that i love and then the last 30 minutes of endings makes me go that's my least favorite lord of the rings yeah you know like it kind of feels that way that's fair that's fair not equating them to each other but it's more just like you <laughs> no, out, no, no. It, yeah it I was hear just so clearly outstayed it's welcome without i think needing to yeah yeah um i hear you i think i kind of uh, agree for the most part that's why the more i've thought about spider-man 2 i was like this was a fun time um i don't know if it would have made the top of the list It'd have to be a very specific year for Spider-Man 2 to have made, like, our best, like, my best game of the year. I don't even know what year it could be. Like, maybe maybe the year that Spider-Man came out. Because if the second one just came out as it was against the first one, it'd be better than that one. <laughs> but, would it, but would it be better than God of War? No. I don't think no. so. Yeah. Yeah, not at so, all. So... It's it's a it's a fun time. It's a fun time, but it's like it's the the thing with superhero games and with Spider-Man in particular is it's still it's still like this is the best superhero game instead of trying to be the best video game that it can be. 
You know, you hear what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 I feel you there. Um, my next game on, on, on my list. Um, and I'm going to switch it up here a little bit and go with Diablo four. Okay. I look, I under, and I know that there are a lot of problems with Diablo four after the, that first couple of updates. Um, I was truly obsessed with this game for an entire month. That's and true. For, I mean, that is true. It did give us a really fun month of game. And and I think I don't hold it. It's lack of ability to hold, keep my attention for longer than a month, I think is such a specific standard that we set to these types of games. Yeah. Which... I understand that's that's I think that's fair to some degree because that's that's also part of what they're selling you. But I I don't think what am I going to say like oh I hate like this doesn't make my top 5. Uh so like a game that I loved and enjoyed for an entire month doesn't make my top 5 because the update afterwards ruined it. Yeah. No, I think that first month is still weighted correctly and when I think about that context in just that third month I played Spider-Man two for half the time and it's in, it's in the list. Yeah. So you're playing, you're telling me a game that I played for twice as long doesn't get a uh, uh, mention because of its update. I don't think that's right. So that's why I keep Diablo four in my top five. Uh, I had a really good time with it. I think the updates recently, I just went, came back to it like in the last week or so. Uh, it's like, okay, they're, they're like cleaning a lot of the uh, issues they had with it up. It's, it's uh, uh, fun. It feels like that fun time again, almost arcadey. Uh, with a little bit of strategy, uh, and I'm having a good time with it. Like I would come back to the next big expansion, and I'd be like, "Let's give it a shot." Yep. Yeah. I. You know. I think you've convinced me to put this at five. Um. And I do think maybe Spider Man is just the honorable mention for me. Wow. Um, <laughs> because I was thinking the same thing as as I was like thinking about the games this year, and I was like, well. I really enjoyed every minute I played it, but then I just put it down and never went back. And yeah. does that mean it was not as good? Or I think your your argument got me, Danny. Um, she. And then I think the other thing is like now I'm a little more excited to go back and revisit because you know I'm almost done with a game that will definitely be on our <laughs> top of the list, and you don't yeah. even know which one I'm. I'm almost at the end of two of the big games of the year. Yeah, I'm curious to see um, what, what that's going to change into. But it would be nice to go back to uh, Diablo 4 and just like kick the ass of everything around me because some of these games don't let you feel that way much. Yeah, yeah. At the end of them or in the middle of them. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to like kick ass, dude. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to kick ass. Let me and kick I, and I an feel, ass. And I hear you. And I feel that. I feel that. Um. Okay, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go with. And this might blow up the rest of my list because I don't know if there's enough spots, but I do want to say it. Telltale Games The Expanse <laughs> is, my, wow! is my four. Wow. Um, and this is a little bit Didn't of like... Didn't you just say you dropped it? No, no, no. I've played all of it. Oh, you yeah, did play yeah. all of it. Okay. Uh, this is a very much just for people who love The Expanse and need more of it. This I is not I respect a pick. choice of me really saying like, this is this is not the game awards saying this I think statistically is the best whatever. 
this is what this episode is for. It's our favorite, so that's your favorite. I get it, or one of your favorites. But to be able to experience more rail guns and more, uh, uh, what is it called? The the little Gatling gun to get uh get people off your backs. I forget that's mm. like three letters. Um, and and just playing in that world hearing the theme the music of the expanse um getting to float around in space in the way that they really describe it in the books uh, it's it's tough it's tough for me to yeah. it's like catnip at that point like um and i am a sucker for telltale games like i've always really liked That's them true. Yeah. and i like enjoy video game experiences where you're barely playing a game like I'm fine with those, and some people really, really hate it. And if yeah. you do, like, definitely don't play it. Um, <laughs> but like, it looks amazing. I think the physics are really, really fun to mess around with. Like, floating around feels really good, and yeah, um, figuring out how to get your head around the idea of zero G. I think it does a really great job, kind of playing with you with that to try to and like really just how disorienting it can be really yeah. simple. Cause that's like really the only mechanic of the game is that. Um, and it's just beautifully done. I think it's a decent expanse, you know, kind of side story thing. Um, and it's, it's, it just is a lot of fun. And I, I wanted to put it on my list. So I did. Yeah. I respect it. I respect the choice. It's a solid choice. Um, yeah, I still, I mean, I'm going to get to it around, I'm going to get around to it eventually, um, but I did only watch, like, the first three episodes of the I know, I know, and, like, and you need to do that, you need to read, like, I, I, yeah, 25 to 30 I, different look, books. I committed like, to starting, and I did, on. and I did, and it was, you know, I, I, I think I just have to tough out the first season, but. Yep, you but absolutely I'll, I'll do, it's not. To, it, I'll, get, I'll get back to it. If you have um, read the books, you would like it, but otherwise you're just like, what's, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Because that's how the first book feels like until yeah, yeah. about the end of the first book. And then you're like, that's, wait a second, that's was that fucking awesome? That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, so because I know what two games we're going to mention together, and also we just said Spider-Man 2, I'm going to go off the beaten path here for myself a little bit and talk about Sea of Stars. Oh. Sea of Stars is a... I didn't know you <sighs> snuck in playing Sea of Stars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally snuck in playing Seal Stars. Uh, it's a fun time, dude. Uh, Octopath Traveler so, who is what I'd say. So I haven't played Octopath Traveler 2 I yet. I feel like it took I, all of the air out of Octopath Traveler 2. I, I played uh, Octopath 1 uh, for a little bit, and it just didn't do it for me. And apparently they fixed all of the shit that was wrong with it in Octopath 2. So I will play that eventually. Um, but Sea of Stars hits... This one, this one is basically uh, what you just described with the uh, Telltale's The Expanse, um, is sort of what it hits for me. Sea of Stars, uh, Golden Sun on the Grand on the Game Boy Advance, and Golden Sun One and Two are maybe one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Nice. Like it's it's in it's way up there. I have such strong memories with those games. Um, and Sea of Stars, mechanically, uh, visually, audio just the overall mood and setting of the story like it hit a lot of those tones and notes for me it like it so it was a little bit of nostalgia but also it iterated on the formula 
that it felt like a good homage, like the Chrono Triggers and the Final Fantasies and a little bit of Golden Sun of yore, and brought it to like, but what if we made it like a little bit more engaging? Maybe not quite as engaging on a turn-based system like a Baldur's Gate 3 is, but for an indie studio that's doing this style of like 8-bit, not, it's like more like 16 bits at this point, um, with the fun music and the dual protagonist thing and like a very like campy and like heartwarming like uh, side characters that you that are traveling with you. It's just a really good time. If you don't like turn-based combat, probably not for you because it is it definitely, even though it's a little bit more engaging with uh, some like timed inputs that you right, have to right, do for yeah. uh, blocks and stuff. It still is very much a turn-based RPG, like a la Pokemon. Um, but it just hits everything, man. I think the the story was solid. It wasn't anything per, like crazy to write home about, but it was solid. I think the tone overall nailed exactly what it was shooting for. Uh, it runs super well. Um, and it's not that long. You can crush, crush this out in like 20 hours. Yeah. So, which also lends for like replayability yeah. for me at least. I I also would say like I haven't played it yet, but a uh, a piece of one of my favorite pieces of media of the year was the documentary about the making of Sea of Stars that came out before the game came out yeah. through No yep. Clip, um, one of the best channels that talks about video games, um, in my opinion, because they do documentaries they don't talk about video games in their mainline stuff it's really just like no we're just documenting this thing and i think it's such a cool studio it's like entirely yeah. bootstrapped yeah. by the success of their previous stuff um i think it's they're like making it because it's like the art they want to create together um which is i don't know of another studio where that's how they do it you know what I yeah. mean? That that yeah. is around for more than a brief moment in time. Like I think it's just very cool, and I'm excited that it seems to be selling really well uh, and getting notif- no- notoriety. Uh, and hopefully, they can continue to do what they want to do on their own terms because, like, we don't have a lot of that fucking anywhere. And no. it's really no. really cool that it succeeded, and they seem to want to continue to succeed. That's really it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. I, I do recommend, uh, but you have to like uh, turn-based or just give it a shot and, and you'll see. You'll see if you like yeah. it or not. Um, okay, so this is my time to talk about Armored Core <laughs> Fires of Rubicon. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I don't know how much I need to because I really feel like I went, went after a, it a couple of weeks ago, a yeah. couple weeks back, but uh, it's still... I still it's it's it, honestly uh, of all of my top games of the year I think I've completed two of them like fully completed uh but for me like the journey is part of the destination I don't know what the whatever yeah. um <laughs> quote it but it's it's awesome it it it's I love the nihilism of it uh I just love the vibes it's one of those like kind of like this is the sci-fi world it sucks <laughs> everything fucking sucks <laughs> it sucks so much it's quite the stuff all yes. you can do is be an armored core and murder other armored cores and also everything yeah uh everything is a corporation like it's just you know nothing super original but 
it is very different. Like just the way that you have to play that game. No other game that I've played really plays that way. Um, yeah. The amount of reflexes, the amount of strategy you need. Like, remember, this is a from software game. Like, and that's a crazy thing in a year. You know, in this year, like the from software game is like kind of an also ran for most, uh, even though it's awesome. And that's totally fine because it's yeah. been such a yeah. crazy year. But like it scratches a lot of those itches of I want to play a video game where adversity happens and I need to get through it and figure it out and, you know, dig into what build would be best. Like, can I do it this way? There is so much build variety it is truly astounding like the little tweaks you can make to like using slightly different arms can completely unlock like those are a whole different way of like doing everything it's it's just really there's so much depth to it and and i am interested to see like are they gonna are they gonna like add more stuff to it because i feel like it's a game that wouldn't be that hard to add more because it's truly just missions it's not really a story. The story is told through cutscenes, not even cutscenes. Yeah. Sorry, presentations like PowerPoints, um, <laughs> with some voice acting. But yeah, like I, it, it would be cool to see more and more stuff coming out because I'd come back and play whatever's next. Um, I don't think it's going to get me into more mech games or anything like that. I think because of that's the fair. From Software touch, that's why I kind of went with it. Um, but man, it's fucking badass as hell. It is. It is a. Uh... It is a cool time. I will. I will get back to that or eventually. Um, I. 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 I think the mechanics and everything of it. Just like. I. I have a deep respect for games that just go. You know what? This is just video game, baby. Yes. This is just video game. Yeah. I have a deep respect for that. Um. So I. So I will come back around. So even though I don't. I wasn't quite as high on it. Um, I dropped it off after like the first yeah. boss, basically. I beat the first boss and I was like, okay, I'm kind of done for a bit. Um, but that's just more because like I was already playing or I was about to start playing uh, Baldur's Gate 3 at that time. Yeah, and I so I came late just, to the Baldur's yeah, Gate party. Yeah, so. so I think that's part of it too. Um, but yeah, deep respect for just raw video game baby, which is why Street Fighter Six is on this list here before we get into the top two. Um, Street Fighter Six is just... A video game, video game, video game, video game, video game. Even more so um, than Armed Core 6. It's a very campy. The story's can't like super campy where it's like you have a care. You make your character if you do the uh, single player mode. And it's like, I'm going to become the best fighter. And so, you know, like that type of story. Um, but I think it's just a really cool way of like introducing new players to they they approached it two-pronged uh, of a way of invite inviting new players to the fighting game genre or returning players to the fighting game genre whereas here's the world tour mode where you create a character you uh basically all the fighters of the game are like different teachers mm-hmm. that you run into and like you learn their move sets and stuff and you can customize your character that way but it's also teaching you the move sets of all these characters by doing that so you combine that with the modern mechanics, which, you know, all the hardcore fighting game players were throwing a fit about, but they got, you know, they live with it now uh, to make it a little bit easier to like perform combos and stuff and not just be completely whooped yeah. by like someone that plays these games regularly. Yeah. 
to then encourage you like, oh, okay, you know what? This feels good when I executed this combo. Uh, I'm going to start figuring out how to do it myself directly because at a certain point, if you get good enough, you're going to be able to like, hey, you are, you're, you're playing on modern controls. You're locked to that specific moveset and I know how to counter it now. So that's when you right. you'll have to go back to the drawing board. Like, okay, you know what? Let me actually learn these characters and the moves properly. And it's just straight video gaming. You crush out like an entire match of like three rounds if you go one one and one in like five less than five minutes. Yeah. In five minutes. And I love that you can get bite-sized action. So like many that. things are too long. Yes. We are living yes. in the age of too long. Yes. And and when a game's like, hey, there's really deep the the length of this game comes in you mastering it. I I just respect that. Yeah. I just respect that so much, uh, and it's a fun time. It is the best fighting game this year. It's better than Mortal Kombat One. Uh, the Mortal Kombat fans come for me. I don't care. It's the better fighting game, and I'm not even a fighting game player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean I I think. I, I really like the idea of playing a lot of Street Fighter. It's just I have way too much of like the history of me just getting absolutely rocked in every yeah, fighting game I've ever played. That's totally fair. Because, you yeah. know, the only people that are like, hey, let's play this fighting game are, you are know, people that are good at yeah, it. Yeah, every time. Whoop you. Oh, the person that always wants to play freaking Super Smash Brothers. It's always the best person at Super Smash Brothers <laughs> of that group because they wouldn't want to play it if they were in my shoes <laughs> like right right it's like hey it's not fun when yeah. you're just whooping my oh, ass no, 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 the entire no. time. Well, don't worry i'll play with the, my worst character and then you're like i that, that <laughs> makes me feel worse because you still win like <laughs> no the, the real the real uh like inclusive for when you're playing smash is like hey don't worry we'll play with items on yeah thank and god then, and then it's oh, like okay cool. all right Thank you. The one. So now I just don't get instantly <laughs> one thing. fucking rocked. Now I can like mistakenly <laughs> throw a pokeball off the fucking map. <laughs> Thanks. But it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. Um. So Danny, really quick. Yeah. So you said we have two more. I think so. Like, I don't like I basically don't know. total I, because just... I feel like I have two more, but I think you have three more. But that. But I, I've I've already named four, dude. Okay. Okay. So. We're going to talk about Alan Wake 2. Let's do it, baby. Um, I'm not done with it. Uh, that's why I was a bit uh, unresponsive to when we were going to start recording. That's I was trying fair. to get that's as fair. far as I could <laughs> in a panic. That's fair. That's um, fair. But you make me a little detective. You put me into some weird in-between world as a writer. You have voiceover narration. You start to blend live action film with video games. You give me weird musical interludes. I listen to oh, every man. end of chapter. I listen to the whole it, fucking thing every time. If, it's so cool. It feels like the end of an episode. Cool. Yeah. It's um, great. Do I like how slow I am? No. Frustrating the entire game. You yeah. walk slow. Your run is basically your walk speed, but it just yeah. like is annoying. Um, the combat is like whatever you're shooting stuff. I literally tweaked down the the difficulty. I went to easy mode, story mode, because I was Me like, too. "This doesn't Me fucking too. matter." Like the this game is not about this, and they just can't say that. But it's like so clearly, it's like yeah, you got like guns and shit, but like 
This is about trying this about to untangle this mystery. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. weirdness abounds. Like it's so good. I love just sitting around people that are in the video game that you don't have an actual dialogue option with just to see what are they going to say. Uh, the two coffee people in the uh, town are maybe one of my favorite. Yeah, some of my favorite like, characters. They're all they're it's they're so like all, all of so the old folks. And weird. The old folks yep. are fun. Mm-hmm. Um, how like because it's remedy because it's in the controller verse, the remedy verse or whatever. Um, you get to be okay with a lot of the oddness that yeah, like because their NPCs eventually just don't have anything else to do. Like, they don't try to make it, like, highly immersible, but it's because everything that they kind of do in this world that they've created is about what is reality and what does that mean. Yes, um, yes. So it, it, like, all fits... It's, it's intentional. Yeah. yeah, it's intentional. Um, Like, the little mini games, sometimes I hate them, but sometimes I love them at the same time. It just is a re- very much, like, my journey with control felt similar where it's like, yeah, sometimes I'm annoyed that this is doing this to me, but then it'll do something just so ballsy and so against grain. Yep. Yep. And then commit to it so hard that it earns so much of my respect. And it gives me those moments of just like pure media excitement of whatever, you know, like when you're watching a really great movie for the first time and you're like, Oh fuck, this is, Oh shit. Like this is really fucking good. This is so cool. That's what I feel as I play it. And I gotta say, I'm a lot braver than I thought. Honestly, I was out initially. It's, it's still so spooky. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to do like a long form video on, I think there's like, Something to be said about the magic of the musical section and that level and how they, how Remedy accomplished like sensory overload, entertainment, and horror all in once. So it just like feels like an assault on your senses, but in a very calculated way. And for a game that I am constantly confused about where I am in. Yes. Because you're that's horror, survival horror shit where you're just like, everything's this. you're never where you need to be and it's always confusing to get to where you want to go. Especially in Alan Wake, like that's part of the whole <laughs> conceit of everything. Yeah. That moment is also where they're doing all those things, but then they're like, but it, we're going to literally have just like yeah. we have gaff tape on the floor to tell you the actor where to go next it's so cool like man the meta commentary in that entire sequence is awesome did you by chance crazy just stop and see how yeah. long things would happen yeah they did a great yeah. job in like yeah. they're just like okay you get a solo for a while but then we just kind of we're not going to restart it where we're just kind of in a little bit of a holding pattern and once and then like that like that's just there's so much complicated mm-hmm. shit going on to make that work as seamlessly as it does it's probably my gaming moment of the year is that sequence it's like so, i don't know what else could top it it's it's uh 
man, it just like it just like teeters such a fine line between like, is this overly campy? Is this a little too over the top? But it's and also the like, but yes. that's also kind the of the point. Yes, it is. It's, that's also the point. Yeah, and that's why it works because they lean into it. It's so self aware. Um, God, that's such a good section of of video gaming because it's like. Did you? You're you're no longer in control, but you're playing your role, which is the whole point of that section and kind of the game. Yeah, I mean, we are the stories we tell, but we are the stories that are told about us, and sometimes those are all different and change. Yeah. Like it's really mm-hmm. interesting. It's um, so cool. Did you so cool. complete control? I did. Because it the cool thing is we're starting to see a little bit of a this is remedies pattern in this kind of era where there's yeah. this crazy obtuse game and then you just get this moment of pure insanity <laughs> in a in a musical extended musical sequence and i'm like it's, it's great yeah if this is your calling card because i don't know their games are far enough between and they're long enough and they're like dour enough in a lot of ways yeah and no one else is really me. doing yeah, this like so, it surprised yeah. me just like it surprised me in control yeah, it will surprise me again because I'm stupid, and yeah, I so Alan Wake is Alan Wake is right up there for me, right up there. Yeah, it's uh, that's why I still think it's a true dark horse for Game of the Year. It's not gonna win, but also I wouldn't be like completely shocked. And no, uh, never mind. I like I do think there's an outside shot that it takes it. I, I do think a world exists where it takes for it. Me, and I wouldn't really be upset about it. For me, like. It's one of those things where I'm like, I don't even remember what else came out the year of Control. But for me, I feel like Control was that game of the year because I fucking love that game so much Uh, that I'm like, this is almost like you got to do the back. Like, you know how sometimes someone gets an Oscar for something that's not very good because they're like, we kind of fucking missed a couple years back. Uh, For me, that was that's how I would read it, because I do think these are very similar quality. I think the gameplay is better in Control. But the story is easily, easily more yeah. confoundingly interesting in this one, even though Control has an incredible story um, with a lot of twists and turns. But, man, I I would just wonder what's next for this studio. And that's like I really mean, exciting when you play a game and you love it so much. And then you go, well, give me more things that you guys want and just makes you excited for the next thing, even if it's completely I, different. I think I think there's more because I think the for me like the the mind place and uh, the lamp mechanic mm-hmm. I think was so unique and like worked really well that's like oh but you still kind of held back a little because obviously you used to have some of the combat and stuff and like you had to incorporate that with the with that mechanic um, that I think it's like oh oh they were like took their risks here but it's like I think they had I think they still have more they, I think they have way more in the tank uh, so I'm excited for whatever. Remedy has themselves like for me. It's it's now one of my favorite yep. game studios. Yep. Game and developer, just so in terms of like going back to graphical fidelity, like you can <sighs> just spend your time looking around indefinitely in that game. It's crazy. It looks so good. It looks so good. It's obviously at a much smaller scale than a lot of games, yep. but it works and it, that and that that allows you to have that high level of fidelity, which only amplifies its immersion which is perfect for this game yeah it's such a such a good time such a good time alan wake 2 is is great um and then i gotta talk about tears of the kingdom yes obviously 
because uh, I think I texted this to you and Pat. Hi, Pat. Uh, and hi, Jay. If you got this deep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see uh, in our text we'll thread. We'll see. We'll see in our text thread. Uh, it, this is my new favorite Zelda game of all time. And that's... You love for, Zelda. For, I, I'm a Zelda fan. I like, I like Zelda. Um, Ocarina of Time was my number one for a, such a long time. Um, and for me, this finally... It's just... I was just finally so happy to have felt the way that it felt like the internet and the whole world felt about Breath of the Wild. And I never quite felt that way mm. about Breath of the Wild. I was like, this is a good time. This is game of the year worthy. Greatest video game of all time. The best thing that has ever existed. I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I just don't agree with that. It's so, it's such an empty world. So the way that Nintendo figured out how to handle that is like, Oh, we're just going to make traversal way more interesting. We're just going to yeah. make the way that you move from point A to point B so much more interesting with the new mechanics and that it addressed so much of the problems that I had with Breath of the Wild that then allowed me to sink into like the story and the characters and like the art style and design and everything just clicked. And to me, this is like... There, there are things that they can fix with the combat. There are things that they can still fix with the temples. Uh, but it is like a quintessential Zelda game for me now. Um, that despite everything that technically should be working against it, yeah. the fucking Nintendo Switch is just outdated tech. Please, God, if we could play this game at 60 frames per second, like how much would this change? Is there... Would that have given them more flexibility to do different, more interesting things? Maybe. Despite all of that, like that's what makes this game so click so much for me. Uh, the music was better than Breath yeah, of the Wild. Really great music. The story was better than Breath of the Wild. Um, having like Ganondorf return and not just be like some ambiguous, like bad Ganon thing, I think made the story work a little bit better. Uh, the way that like you discover that Zelda is well, obviously big spoilers is the dragon in the sky. And that's where you get the master sword. I think was so masterfully done. It, it, it hits everything. There's still a bunch of this. There's still some of the stupid stuff with mm. like the goddamn little, what, what are they called again? The Koroks. It's just too many. I do. Too I many. do. That's just but every time they pop but up, but they're fun. Every time they pop fun. up, I'm like, ah, I have a good time whenever they pop up, but it's just like, <laughs> so many of them. Yeah. Uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, there's a reason why this was my game of the year for most of the year. Yeah. And it still very much could win. Absolutely. It still could Absolutely. win. It's a sleeping giant, I think. Mm -hmm. um, Danny, my favorite Zelda game, uh, Twilight Princess. <laughs> I'm You're a Twilight I'm, Princess no, I'm boy. <laughs> Come on, it's like, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just going to see a little you bit. Didn't say Sky, you didn't say Skyward Sword, so yeah. that's okay. Uh, I mean, at the time, with the Wii, everyone was pissed about Twilight Princess. <laughs> like, They're like, we have to use... Wait, I gotta go buy a real remote? I didn't need to do that yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's unplayable on the Wiimote. Uh, yeah, and if yeah, you yeah. did the whole game that way, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, you were probably a child. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, the concept, I was not mad yeah, at, yeah. but just the execution yeah. was not good. Yeah, uh, Tech wasn't there. You know, this, this game isn't on my list but really because i have not played it enough um because one thing that really does just like really make me angry in playing video games is terrible frame rates 
Yeah. And to that's, me, yeah, like, fair. it was just so chuggy. And maybe it's because it, we it, do have, I have, like, a launch switch. Uh, I mean, so do I. Yeah, yeah so. so, like, maybe it's a little better on, you know, whatever the covert refreshes they always do where it's, like, it's the same, but we, like, glued it better. So it's, like, kind yeah. of just works a little better. <laughs> um, and you play uh, docked, right? You were playing this docked? I was playing it docked. I did play it on the Switch Lite a little bit, too, um, which is another whole problem of I don't like the Switch. That's, like, my problem. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't yeah. click for me in, in the handheld way. Um, but, I yeah, it could win. And I think we're pretty it confident. Could very, it could very real win. That yeah. our last game we'll be talking about, which is Baldur's yeah. Gate 3, is going to take the cake. But that might be like one of, it, we might be in one of those modes where it's like, there's no way it can't. Come on. And then it might, it might not. But I think it should because I think, I can, I think it can I say well. this? The DMGT's game of the year is Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3, baby. That is the game, our game of the year. Uh, out of left field for both of us. Yeah, I, we don't, I don't play a, games like this at all. I I play games like this, but I don't do I don't know shit about Dungeons and Dragons. And now I feel like playing D, like starting a DD campaign, man. Yeah, but it <laughs> won't is, be as good as the game. That's no, the problem. It won't be as good as the game is the problem. Yes. Uh this is I, I, it's hard for me to describe Baldur's Gate 3 and like why it works so well because you just have to experience it. And I tried, remember when I was trying to convince you to play this? Yeah. Like it was very difficult for me to like articulate why you should play this game. And I was just, and it, 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 I just kept coming back to like, Spencer, just trust me. If you're going to take a single game recommendation for me this year, this is the one. Yeah. And, and I had already taken a recommendation. So when you said that, I was yeah. like, well, you already burned it. But I yeah, guess I'll I know. buy it. I did burn I guess it. I'll buy it. But, you know, it worked. It worked, it worked out. out. It worked out. Uh, both times, actually. So just believe yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I have no, to but, be stubborn but, at first. You know this. But, yeah, it was... Uh, it was hard to articulate, like, the story's good. Yeah, fucking a lot of games have good stories. Uh, the mechanics are engaging. Like, well, but you don't like turn-based content. Like, it's a little... But, it, but trust me, it's going to work this time. Like, just do it. Just do it. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. I know you like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Like, yeah, but whatever. I get it from my books. Like, whatever. It's truly a game that you just have to experience yourself. And if you give it a fair shot, Spencer... Take it from there because I think you you're better you're a better person to to speak to to that level as as someone who doesn't play games like this normally. Yeah, so for me, turn based has always in my head equaled I'm gonna get bored because my brain needs to move quicker than I feel like the game would allow me to. Right, so that's like why I've yeah. always stayed away from turn based, like after Pokemon, really. Um, and there is a part of me where sometimes I'm like, can can I really get more deep into being a Dungeons and Dragons nerd without actually playing <laughs> true Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. Uh, is this going to be a slippery slope and really throw me right into, well, I have a basement now, might as well put a and d table down there, like type of world, which yeah. like, yeah. It, I'm not judging that world because I probably should be there. And I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, all things considered. But I think the thing that really first grabbed me in the game was the idea of choice not the idea the actual choice the like actual choice like because yes. i had played it that's a, that yeah, first that's little bit by myself and then 
we played it uh, in a campaign together. And like, there was that moment where I was like, oh, did you guys do this thing when you guys were when you guys were playing it yourself? And like, both of you were like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah. like over here. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. And I was like, but you guys are farther in this game. They're like, yeah, yeah, I just didn't. I, I missed that part. And I was like, oh, it really is. Yeah. Like you could. The first moment you have a choice to either save or not save, like who is by all by all almost all accounts the best companion. Mm-hmm. You could just not mm-hmm. have a you could just not have yeah. incredible story. Yeah. Throughout the entire time you're playing, that is really, really interesting and complicated and all of that. And like you could just be a dumb guy like me where like I didn't get two of the companions. I never had the chance. The dude in the that comes out of the 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 map thingy, the little fast travel thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I just while I was playing, I was like, "Who the fuck? Get the fuck out of here!" And then he just disappeared. And never <laughs> saw him again. Yeah, he's gone. Don't, don't get. I, I'll have to play the game no, again. No Gale. To just no Gale get for Gale. And then how? And then I was so bad at the game. Fucking House in the Druid dies instantly, and I'm like, okay, well, I guess <laughs> that part of the story's done. Same thing with uh, the Gith- Githraki uh, Lizelle or something like that. Yeah, Lizelle. Like, uh-huh. just, I, she appeared in my camp, but she was a burned corpse that I could not resuscitate. <laughs> oh, Because no. I think she died as I was, like, getting back to camp or something. Oh, like, and then yeah. I c- literally didn't get to have her the whole game. <laughs> like, like, so I, I, I think just, like, the fact that I'm like so many hours in and I'm still not done. But the fact that I'm like, I did miss like a shitload of stuff um, may make me play it again. But also, I mean, money to hours, like in terms of games this year. Easily. What the hell? The the most. Uh, the the best uh, like price to game ratio of the year. And the crazy part, it's all quality it is all quality this is this game is you have your cake and you can eat it too yeah and like this is the definition of that and if you haven't played it and you're like oh i should you know play a game they've also fixed almost all of the the stuff that people were annoyed about yeah on launch and And, like they got through most of the act three bug stuff Yep. Um, and then they were just like, what, two days ago, three days ago? They're like, oh, yeah. Also, there's like, here's like a another epilogue with like 80,000 more dialogue choices. Yeah, and like, yeah, 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 it's like cool and stuff. But here, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's it's weird because it's it's one of those things where it's like uh, at a glance, it's like this is too daunting. This is just too much game for for me. Um, but you're going to get. I, I'm almost like super confident that you're going to get as high a quality with your run through as any of us as, that have played it. And we're all playing it a little bit differently. Um, it's that good. Yeah. So it's like, even if you're like, Hey, you know what? I'll give it a go. And I'm not going to do everything that you can possibly do in this game. You're still going to have one of your best gaming experiences. Yeah. I think. And ever. And I think the, the great thing about the game is kind of like Alan Wake, like you can give yourself the challenge and, but then there are times where it just, that's where it can feel really impenetrable. The idea of, yeah, I got to yeah. get through this with what I have. Cause 
there's a relatively low level cap because Dungeons and Dragons gets really weird past level 12 and the addition that they yep. went with and the rule set. Um, so like you're never godlike in the sense of like a Diablo or, you know, games where that are in fantasy where by the end you're just like stomping over everything. everything. Like you never yeah. get to feel that because the story is about trying to defeat those things that are that. Yes. Um, yep. So it'd be weird if you became it as like as easily as you do in most games. Um, right. But the the thing I keep coming back to is like you can make huge mistakes in the game that just screws you. And then there will be times where I'm like, I think I have to go back to this save 12 hours ago because I really fucked this up. Like, and I just don't want to continue that way. And then, and then get out of your own way, lower the difficulty. If you're just hitting a wall, because honestly it is randomized luck. And sometimes, sometimes you need it all to go perfect. And if you, and if that doesn't happen, like it's so not going to happen that like, just tweak it down, get through those parts. Cause there's, I'd say once an act, there is just like, are you kidding me? Levels of difficulty spike. Yeah. Some of the, some of the spikes are just, had they been able to smooth that out. And that's like even my problem. And I haven't admitted this to myself. I haven't turned down the difficulty on my final, the final stuff. Ah, uh, but I fucking can't get past it. <laughs> it's it. Look, it's a challenge. It is straight up a challenge, but I think that's also part of the enjoyments of this game. It's, you know, kind of like you just brought up Alan Wake, uh, in the sense that it's like, look, that's kind of the point. That's kind of the point because it's just, it just makes this experience in this game a little bit more immersive, which on that token is why I appreciate the turn-based format for for this type of thing. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, okay, let me take a breather and like actually think about what I'm going to do. Um, which is of good... That's a gaming mechanic, folks. That is actually... You are video gaming when you do that. Mm-hmm. Just because it's not like active inputs and live quick reaction times doesn't mean that this isn't as good yeah. or as valid of a gaming mechanic. Um so I think I think some people need to get past that hurdle too. Uh, you definitely have to divorce but, yourself yeah. from like as someone who doesn't play turn-based games. I it took me a very long time, and I still like this far into it, almost done with the game. I still think I haven't fully figured out the mind shift you need yeah. to think yeah. in the turn-based way because I continue to be like, wait, why am I just bull rushing with like this? This didn't work last time like learn you idiot split up your party (laughs) start positioning you know Mm -hmm. people with the right abilities in the right places if you know a fight's coming up or whatever and like usually there's cues in the game sometimes there isn't um but it's like it's funny because being so high on like a street fighter 6 it's saying like it's just raw video gaming baby uh it's similar but like in a different way it's just in a different capacity yeah it's just you know just like a drama movie is just as valid as like uh a comedy. I don't know, like a comedy. Yeah. The enjoyment is different, but they're still in, you know, you're still enjoying your time. So, yeah. uh, Baldur's Gate. It's a crazy achievement. Three, it's just a crazy it's, achievement. It's, I, the more I play this game, the more I'm like, okay, this is why developers were like, this cannot be the standard for video games moving forward. Um, 
And I get that from the uh, employees not being treated well. Again, we've, you know, so many layoffs in the gaming space this year. Um, And I think that's where a lot of these concerns were coming from rather than like, don't make me make a good game. Um, Yeah. But I understand where some of those are like, not every game can be this game. No, but I think like, you know, it's, it's one of those things that like when a big movie comes out, like when Barbie comes out, you just hope at least a couple people in that industry that have power get why and then try to do that versus what's our Barbie, like yep. a Cabbage Patch Kids movie or yep. some shit yep. or whatever. Right. right. Like an American Girl doll, $200 million epic. Like wrong takeaways. Yeah. Yes. Like, correct. Just like make a Cars movie, but it's Tonka trucks and like that's closer, <laughs> you know? Like just. Don't do that. Also, don't. don't do that. But it's like, you know, it's like that's the thing with something that that is this like surprising of a hit because I don't think anybody thought this is going to be like one of the biggest selling games of the year. It's going to continue to make a shitload of money. People are going to continue to find it for years. Yeah. Like it's a game that will stand for a long time. Uh, industries often take the wrong cues from those. So guess what we're going to get yeah. for sure? A shitload of AAA turn-based games and they're going to suck. Yeah. For the most part, and, there will be like going to turn people off from turn-based yeah, games. There yeah. will be one or two that are good and then there's going to be a shitload of really awesome indie or AA turn-based games that that hit a little harder than they would have without Boulder's Gate. Yeah. And then I hope they I hope they take some of the right lessons of like why did it succeed? It succeeded because there was so much care put into what was made. Yep. yep. Which is most so great much works passion. of art. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. ah, such a good year for gaming, man. Like again, like, well, like for, for the games themselves as a consumer. Yes. 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 Sucks that some people, like a lot of people, a lot of these damn companies laid off the people, but what a crazy year. What a crazy year. And we didn't play everything. Like we didn't play so ga- many games. Like we didn't play pizza tower. We had Pizza Tower, which I I really there's like ten games that there's I used to get. There's so many to. games. I, Pizza Cocoon, Tower, Dredge, Pikmin Cocoon, 4. Dave the Diver, Pikmin Four, uh, Lies of P. I haven't yeah. gotten around to like, yet. Oh my goodness! There's so just, many. There's so many, so many, so many games. Uh, but hey, honestly, a good place to be in after a few years over the pandemic where things were pretty bland, pretty so, bleak. Yeah. Now everything's so, hey. better because we have our video games. <laughs> <laughs> nothing is wrong with the world at all. Nah, There's literally we're nothing good, dude. that we're we should good. be paying attention everything's to. Everything's chill. Uh, sorry if that feels ill-timed. Uh, hey, thanks for listening this year. We appreciate you, yeah. you regular, you regular listeners. I know, I know you're out there. So thank you truly. Uh, we're going to be in CES in January, so we'll see you in January. Other than that, have a good end of the year and holidays. Bye.